Welcome, family and friends, to another episode of Seed Planters with the Cameron family. Thank you for joining us. We always desire for God to direct our words and our hearts in our weekly discussions. This is Nicole, your host for this week, as we talk about the word faith, which is a very big and powerful word. Um, and I wanted to start off our discussion this week with our first question. If you had to use this word in a sentence, what is the first thing that comes to mind? And I'm going to start with daddy. I honestly think that what God is trying to say to us with that is that we have to have faith in him. And by having faith in him, it means that we're going to put our trust and our confidence in him. If we decide to do something and we are not going to allow him to lead in whatever we are about to do, then there will not be any faith being exercised. You'll be left out and there is no certainty that we will succeed even beyond our expectations. Um, I, I honestly also believe that we ought to have faith in God. Without him, we can do nothing. That's also the scripture. Thank you so much for that, Daddy. Uh, now I'm going to send uh, this question out again, which is if you were going to use the word faith in a sentence, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I'm going to give the question now to Michelle. Yes. Yeah, so for me, faith means walking out there and doing something or being involved in something that you can't see the end result. Like for example, the example that comes to my mind is you're given an instruction to do something and you cannot see how you are going to accomplish the thing that you've been instructed to do. Like for example, something that may require funding or, or something like that. And you start the work it's something that's part of your purpose. This is something that you know God has called you to do. And you're still wondering how you're going to accomplish it. And then as you, you take the first step in faith, and then as the days go by and as you continue to walk on the path that you're on, then more and more um, doors open and things work out. And when you look back, you realize the the journey of faith that you you took it was because you took the first step when you couldn't see everything so um for me faith is walking sometimes it's walking in the dark and trusting that when you put your foot down you will be able to see where to put the next step that's an awesome um analogy picture i guess we can say in terms of what faith is um, I especially like the part where you say walking in the dark, in the dark and taking that first step. And I'm going to put the question out to Suzette and we'll see what your thoughts are. 
um, about the word faith. So what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that word? Faith to me is an assurance, uh, confidence, a trust in something that I may not be able to see at that time, may not be able to see the end result. Um, knowing that you know that you know, and that's how um, I look at it when it comes to my relationship or trust in Jesus Christ, just knowing he's there, um, not being able to physically see him, and we can't lay eyes on him as humans, but um, being confident of his omnipotence, his omnipresence, um, the fact that he never changes and he's the same. So I know that and I have faith, believe in what the word of God has said. So um, to me, faith is just a matter of me really trusting and believing and holding on to what I know within myself and my spirit. Amen. You know, everything starts with uh, Christ, I think. And um, that's our foundation as believers for our faith. Um, I think for me, the first thing that came to mind when I thought of the word faith is the scripture Romans ten seventeen. So faith comes by hearing that is hearing the good news about Christ. And so, you know, that kind of falls back to that in terms of the fact that um, our faith has to be on some type of foundation and that foundation is Jesus Christ. And when we hear what he has done, we hear about who he is, then that bolsters our faith. It gives us something to stand on and it shores it up. Um, and that allows us to take steps forward um, in our life. So I think I'm going to ask another question, um, which is a little bit more specific with this word faith. Um, so what example can you give of how faith applies to your life? So I'm going to ask the question first to daddy. I think I'm going to kind of keep a little bit of a rhythm with it. Um, so I'm going to ask daddy the question, how does this word faith apply to your life? Okay. Uh, quite a number of years ago, I, I planned to, and made preparations to come to the United States of America. I knew some people here, relatives, but I didn't know how things were going to work out when I came. However, I left the shores of the country, my country, Jamaica, and I took the flight here, and I was warmly received by family members who are living here, or my relatives, really. However, I didn't know what I was stepping into. I was informed that there was a job that was being secured for me. And when I came, I actually had resigned from my job in the island of Jamaica. And when I came, I was introduced to this um, 
place and the job that I was there waiting for me. And it wasn't something really that I knew ahead of time what to do or beforehand. I have not had any prior training. But, you know, something tells me, and I honestly believe that when I left the island, that I will fit right in with that job. And so I came and I started out and it was a mechanic work. It was a job that <laughs> I never had any experience in. However, I used to tinker around my car, you know, with, with different stuff that was happening with it. And everything was working fine after, you know, like when I tinker, <laughs> I did the tinkering and I said, okay, I'll fit in. I came and I was given instructions for a period of time. And I found I was able to start taking down transmissions, taking down engines and all those sort of things. And so I was getting into it. I was getting to like it, you know, because I don't mind getting my hands dirty in doing work. Anyway, not long after that, uh, things didn't work out. And uh, the owner sold the place and moved to Florida. And I was in Jersey then. I'm still in, in Jersey anyway. And that, uh, that business was not there anymore. And I didn't have a job then. But I prayed about it. And I decided in my heart, comes what may, I'm going to succeed. I'm going to make it. And so I started checking for ads in the papers. And I found one uh, job waiting. And I went. And they hired me right away. Uh, I stayed there for a little while. And then I got invitation for another job. Uh, somewhere else, and I said uh, to the manager, I am going to be leaving. And he didn't want me to leave. And he wanted me to stay. And so he was doing everything in his power to keep me, but then I had already signed up to go to the other job. So I was doing two for two jobs for a short period of time until I moved to the other one. And I still didn't know how they both were going to work out for me, but I had faith that I was going to be able to make it. See, I was much younger then, and because of uh, my outlook when it comes to working and succeeding, I decided that I was going to hang on to it and I was going to hang in there and I was going to make it. And I did make it, eventually had to move again. But, you know, in all of this, I was able to prove 
for myself and really to my family that trusting God, trusting Him on a daily basis and be serious about what I was doing in pursuing these jobs and also pursuing the way that he wants me to go. I was going to be very successful. I don't know um, to what level this was going to, I didn't know to what level this was going to take me, but I had all confidence and I put my trust and my confidence in God and he has seen me through up to this point and I'm still at it. I will not give up because I know he is able and he will see me through. So thank you, Daddy, for that powerful testimony that is still playing out even to this day um, because you continue to be a faithful um, worker, whatever you put your hands to do, you push and you accomplish. Um, it's always interesting when we do these uh, recordings because we always learn something that we never knew before. <laughs> um, and I think the three sisters, we were all like, really? You were a mechanic? You know, um, things that we just <laughs> never had insight to. So I always love those um, tidbits, those stories. Um, but I think, you know, when you said you, you were proving something to your, yourself and your family, and I can attest to that because we see, and we continue to see, um, how hard you work and that you're not deterred by whatever challenges or new things that may come your way. So, um, you know, God bless you with everything that you continue to do. So I'm going to put this question now out to Michelle. Um, and so the question was, what example can you give of how faith applies to your life? Okay. So um, I also have a story to share. I was trying to think which one, but this is the one that popped up. Um, so our grandmother, that's our mother's mother, she was um, living uh, on her own. She had her own apartment, but it was within the senior building, right? So people 55 and older were living in the building. And she was independent. She had been independent for many years and um, started to see some decline in her health. And one major health event happened and I realized like I was on high alert after that major health event happened. Actually two major health events happened pretty much close to each other. And at the time I was living out of town from where she was living. So I would have to drive in to see her for probably about half an hour and then half an hour drive. And then I would be with her for a couple hours and then go home and then put my son to bed and then eventually settle down for the night. So this was a lot of days um, back and forth. My car was not very new and I realized this is something that's um, long-term and I'm going to have to make some kind of adjustment. So I spoke to her 
to see if she was willing to move to where I was living. And she was emphatically against it. So I realized, okay, um, that means you're going to have to be the one to move. But I didn't want to move. Um, I was hesitant to move back to that city because I've had a lot of bad experiences living there in the past. And um, But she wasn't going to leave and I needed to be closer so our evenings wouldn't be so late, especially with a young child in school. So... I said, let me come and look and see what's available. And long story short, I just took a chance, basically. And I'm saying that now because at the time, that's how it came to me. Um, like I took a chance and said, let me look at houses. And I didn't really think I was going to be buying a house so soon in my life because um, backstory, I was married before. I was a homeowner when I was married, um, the marriage ended and there was only like a three year gap since that previous house, um, went away. So I wasn't even sure if I qualified to buy a house. And when I checked everything with the bank, they were like, okay, you, you know, you could, you could get a house. And, uh, first I was shocked that I was approved to buy a house and then I said, let me just look and let me see. So I was going to look. I looked in towns around the city. I was like, I'm not going back in that city. So I looked in towns around it and I could not, my, um, my, the income thing didn't work out for those cities, but it did work for where I was trying not to go. <laughs> and I found somewhere. And when I walked into the house, you know, I see things through eyes of faith too. Like I'll look at something and I'll see what it can become. I don't just look at it for what it looks like right now. So when it, I looked at it, I was like, mm, okay, it doesn't look that great, but I could tell that it was in good condition. So it was just some renovation, you know, some, you know, surface stuff that needed to be done, nothing major. And um, I prayed when I walked into the house and I could feel the presence of God in it. And then the lady took me to some other houses. And then the next time when we went out, she said, I said, can you take me back to that house? And she took me back and I looked at, you know, the street looked very clean and you could tell that the people took pride in the neighborhood and everything. And um, I walked in the house and I said, this is where, this is the house, this is it. and leading all the way up to when I had to close the closing day was a very horrendous day. My son got sick at school. I had to pick him up. I mean, it was crazy. My car died. It was a whole bunch of stuff that happened just for me to sign off on this house. And I knew that the enemy was fighting tooth and nail because that was the last day I could sign for the house because, you know, the, the timing for you to buy the house is limited. And I had to rent a car and then I had to get to the lawyer and I sat with him for hours because he had to go through some whole lot of paperwork and different things that had to happen. And like probably 10 o'clock that night is when I finally closed on the house. And so I had to, you know, sign the papers. He scanned them back. I, I sat in his office. He had a really nice office. So I was, you know, comfortable. 
but it was a very strange day. Um, I'll, I'll never forget it. And from that day till this, God has opened doors unimaginable since I've been living here. By, um, of course, now grandma has left us, but being li- living in this house helped me to be able to navigate through what needed to be done for her in her final years because I was now in the same city as her. And it was easy to go see her wherever I needed to see her. If they called me and say, hey, come down, it was easy to just run down to where she was and, and check her out and see what was going on. And so God has been faithful, but I had to take that first step to say, hey, I wanted to help her. And then God opened something way bigger than I had even imagined. Even now, um, I see where there are more, more things to come. And the restoration that happened in this house, I probably have to write a separate book just to talk about it, just what happened alone in this house. That's amazing. I mean, that sounds like it was a roller coaster of a day um, when it came to the closing, but you held faithful and um, God has blessed you. I can definitely attest to the fact that um, there's been a lot of flourishing, you know, in your life um, and even in the space of the home that you own. And it did start with you just taking that first step. So I think that that's an amazing um, testimony that you have in terms of your faith. And I'm going to now give that same question to Suzette. What example can you give of how faith applies to your life? Okay. So now I'm listening to everybody's stories and they're interesting, very interesting. So one thing I thought of was a scenario of a job change. Um, I was working at a hospital um, oh, so long ago that was, I was working at a hospital and I was there for three and a half years and I got to the third year and I started to feel like I'd seen everything I needed to see in that hospital and it was time for a transition. But um, after asking the Lord to take me out of banking and put me back, put me in healthcare, I felt like I was burning out for some reason in that particular hospital, in the positions that I had. I had to float. So every day you came in, you got your assignment, and you could end up anywhere, in the ER, in the psych ward, in the ICU, in the OR. So I got to see so much in all the different floors, the orthopedics, the cardiac floors, um, that it was like, okay, if this is really what you want to do, then you can decide what, what area you like best. So I saw all of it. I did all of it. And then I started to get burnt out because I realized that the assignments were getting difficult. They would give you 16 to 20 patients to take care of in an eight-hour shift. And um, it became almost unreasonable, <laughs> almost unreasonable. And I got in my head, it got to the point where I said, Lord, I need to, I need something else. I'm not leaving healthcare, but this is really not it for me right now. I got kind of d- discouraged. I would leave the floor, which was pretty bad. I would leave the floor and go to the locker room and just sit there and talk to God. But nobody <laughs> Nobody knew where I was. They would give you pagers and they would try to track you down and stuff. And 
I said, I don't think I'm doing myself any justice by disappearing from my shift. But I, I mentally was not able to handle it anymore. And then, you know, all the people were dying. And depending what, which floor I was on, I went to the cancer unit a lot also. So it wasn't really that great. But um, it was giving me very ample experience. So time it was time for the transition. So for my... The word, the way that God was allowing me to really trust him on this was I got to the place where I was ready to give my resignation without having another job. And I knew it was time, <clears throat> excuse me, I knew it was time because I felt like the door was already closed. I felt like a closure was there, it was like a blockage, a, a wall was there. So um, I was working a shift one day and one of the co-workers, she said to me, I have a message for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a message for you. And I'm like a message. And she said, yeah, I have a message from a former co-worker that used to work here. And she's now working in the doctor's office. She said, um, this doctor is looking for an MA right now, but um, she said, I, she's thought of you and she wants to know if you're interested. I missed her. I didn't see the girl come in that day or anything, but it was just amazing that the person remembered because she saw me and said, Hey, Oh, I remember I have a message for you. And so I got the information from the other person and I called this doctor. I had an interview the next day and I was hired basically on the spot. And I didn't, and I was just on the edge of, I actually was writing my resignation already without having a job. So that transition took place. And the thing about it is the day that I walked into the hospital with the resignation was the day they said the manager needs to talk to you. And I said, huh, I think she's going to fire me. <laughs> Yes, I've never been fired before. <laughs> so I took the letter to, I went to her office and I said, I think I'm just going to give her this letter. But when I knocked on the door, she wasn't there. So I was like, well, this is what happened. I took the letter and put it under her door and then I left. And that was it. Never heard anything from them again. That was the end of that. So it's like I resigned on the day I was going to be fired. And I actually felt like she was going to fire me because there were times that I was MIA. And I really was MIA because I couldn't somehow that door had closed. So it's just a matter of the fact that when God is preparing you for something else, he he actually literally gets you ready. He gets you ready for the next step. Even though I didn't know what the next step was, he was telling me to end the process there. And then I have to say that this is the longest standing job that I've ever had. So it was a job that I left and then came back to, which um, all I can see is the way that God has been working in this particular doctor and in her life. And it, it's, it was just meant to be, it was destined to be, uh, predestined to be this way. So that's a way, an example of how God word, God's word applied to my life in the matter of faith. Awesome. Another great story and example of faith working um, in your life and taking that step. I think that's the, the, the theme that we're seeing, you know, in terms of faith in our lives is taking the, that first step. We, we can't see everything that's ahead, but God is saying, trust me, 
do what I'm instructing you to do and everything will work out. The thing that came to my mind, Suzette, as you were um, telling your story of faith um, was that all things work together for good to them that love God. And so you are getting gleaning experience from working in the hospital, even though the time frame was hard, you are being built up so that all of that experience, that knowledge would be able to work for your benefit in the future and currently. So um, that's what came to mind for me with you talking. Um, I think for me, you know, I could think of a good amount of examples as well in terms of faith um, working in my life. But I think the story that I will talk about is, is a short one, but it is a, a something of faith. Um, and so this was me uh, finishing my um, graduate school education, and I had to figure out where I was going to do my training. So um, this was me finishing medical school and having to then find an internship and residency. And so at that point, I did all my education in New Jersey. So I was looking for a residency and internship in that location. I was looking in Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Those were the, the states that I was um, interviewing in. Um, and by chance, I, I went to Florida just for a vacation. And um, when I went to Florida, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be here. So I <laughs> stepped out on faith and I kind of like threw all of my plans into a whole new direction and said, I need to find an internship in Florida because that's where I wanted to be. Um, and it's mainly because of the weather, like it's so amazing here. So I wanted to be out of the cold, out of the snow <laughs> and be somewhere warmer for my training. And that's because I knew that those um, years of internship and residency were going to be hard. And I didn't want to have to think about the weather affecting me getting to and from the hospital um, you know, after many, many hours on shift, you don't want to have to think about sliding on the ice to get home. That was my, my thought process at that point. So I wanted to be in Florida. And so I kind of shifted everything. I found, um, residencies that were still taking interviews and I set everything up, um, you know, to interview and I kind of had to leave it in God's hands and say, you know, wherever I'm supposed to be dear God, you know, direct and, and guide me. And, um, I stepped out on faith because I would be by myself here in Florida. The rest of my family was not in Florida. Everyone was in New Jersey and, um, I had to figure out how to stand on my own two feet and to do what, you know, the next step would be for me to, um, to accomplish what I needed to do for my education and for my, um, career. And, everything worked out just as it should. I mean, it was kind of crazy. You know, I got, I did my interviews. I matched with a perfect program for myself, just knowing my personality. Um, and you know, the, the resources that were there, the people that were there, it was exactly what I needed for my training. Um, and I had found an apartment like online. I never even saw the place, but I found an apartment for, um, a good rent, um, that was close to where my training hospital was going to be. Um, I had just enough money, literally just enough money to get to Florida and pay my first rent before I would start getting my first paycheck. And 
I mean, down to the penny, like everything just worked out. And I had to really stand on faith and know, you know what, God, if you allow me the opportunity to do this and branch out and learn something new and experience something new, then I have to put all my faith in you to open the doors for me and allow me to accomplish what I needed to. I mean, I was even able to come and purchase a, a, a car with no money. <laughs> and I drove off the parking lot, you know, with a new car with no money until I got my first paycheck. And so I could see God working in my life very greatly um, during that time frame. And he continues to in so many different ways, but um, we have to step out on faith. And I think that's the biggest thing that I can pull from this. Um, these stories that we've been telling is you have to take that first step and your faith is in God that he's going to continue to light your path and open every other door that needs to be open. And in the end, you'll have such a magnificent, um, testimony to share with those around you about your faith in God. So um, this will be the conclusion for this episode uh, with the seed planters, and we will come back next time and continue our discussion on faith. God bless. Mm -hmm.